Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. In my book, Retention is the New Recruiting, I discuss perks and privileges companies dole out to keep their employees happy and on the payroll. Uh, One perk that did not make the book because I just discovered it (laughs) is immortality. Yes. Now, it is quite possible for companies to offer their employees life after death. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) Find out more after this message. Black Friday and Cyber Monday are prime time for cybercrime. While you chase the best deals, hackers and criminals chase you with phishing campaigns, malware attacks, scammy banners, or fake e-commerce sites. Cybersecurity may seem very complex, but NordVPN makes it as easy as it gets. NordVPN's cutting-edge technologies shield your internet activity from hackers and malware, protect you on public Wi-Fi networks, and even block annoying ads. Go to jimstroud.com slash secure to get NordVPN at 75% off. This is a limited time offer for listeners of the Jim Stroud podcast, so act now. Again, go to jimstroud.com slash secure to get NordVPN and secure your online shopping and internet browsing today. I think for as long as there has been life, humanity has been obsessed with death. Religion, myths, and legends filled that void for centuries, but now we are in a digital age and people are looking at technology as an escape from what eventually comes for us all. Did you know that there is an industry dedicated to virtual immortality? Some call it the digital death industry or the afterlife online services industry or digital afterlife services or (laughs) my favorite, the death tech industry. Well, uh, whatever the nomenclature, (laughs) here are just a few of a growing list of companies who are now selling or will one day sell everlasting life at an affordable price. Okay, okay, I have five examples to share with you here. Uh, Example number one, Uh, tech firm Eternomy is beta testing an app that will allow users to create a digital avatar of themselves after they die. How? Well, Eternomy's app collects data about you by harvesting your smartphone data and by asking you questions through a chatbot. The goal is to collect enough data about you so that when the technology catches up, it will be able to create a chatbot avatar of you after you die, which your loved ones can then interact with. Interesting, interesting. Very similar to my next example, uh, example number two. Uh, When Eugenia Coida lost her close friend Roman uh, Mazarenko to a car accident in 2015, Coida missed him so much that she created a chatbot of him. Eugenia said, here's a quote, Eugenia said, I wanted to tell a story about him and tell him some things I hadn't been able to. I 
put together around 10,000 of his text messages and together with a brilliant AI engineer on our team, engineer name is Artem, uh, we made a bot that would replicate the way Roman used to speak, end quote. Well, from that experience, Replica was born. And Replica is an app in which you can find in an AI-powered chatbot that learns about you as you chat to it. And as of now, the app has more than 200,000 monthly active users. <laughs> wow. Okay, third example. Everdays is a company which creates pop-up social networks when a person dies. And these networks are used to notify people of that person's death, and it also lets people share uh, memories, videos, uh, different things about that person as well. Now, so far, Everdays has been used uh, by funeral homes, although Everdays recently launched a consumer app that does essentially the same thing, create a social network, a pop-up social network, rather, uh, when, someone, when someone passes. Example number four, Eternine. Now, Eter9 was created by a Portuguese software developer, uh, Henrique Jorge, and it's a social network that uses artificial intelligence to learn from its users and create a virtual self called a counterpart that mimics the user and lives on after he or she dies. <laughs> and my, uh, my fifth example, uh, Hossein Ranama, an entrepreneur and researcher based at Ryerson University in Toronto and a visiting faculty member at MIT's Media Lab, is building an application called Augmented Eternity. It lets you create a digital persona that can interact with people on your behalf after you dead. <laughs> after you dead. After you dead. <laughs> I imagine that any company offering these types of perks would no doubt get the attention of the press and a bit of buzz in their respective industries. I also think that would help shape the culture of the company as a bit quirky innovative and or pragmatic, depending on how the offering is fun. However, I admit to being split on whether or not I would recommend that companies offer these types of services as benefits to their employees. I mean, uh, on one hand, I have a testimony of Marius Ursachi, CEO and co-founder of Eternomy, who said his service was beneficial because people can use it to reflect. He said, quote, we had people from the beta programs who said it's like having an imaginary friend and is providing some comfort, end quote. Well, that being said, I admit, I, I'm, still, I'm still a bit skeptical. At a gut level, I have to wonder if it's even healthy for people to interact with a digital alter ego of some deceased loved one. I mean, some might use it as a form of therapy, but others might isolate themselves with a digital alter ego and not be able to move forward with their life. If you want to see an example of that, uh, check out my favorite Netflix show, Black Mirror. Love that show. Um, on Black Mirror, there's a, there is an episode called Be Right Back, where this woman uh, used technology to create a duplicate of her dead husband. It was uh, ooh, very thought-provoking, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, I'm also wondering, I'm also wondering, what if hackers get into these machines, uh, these digital alter egos, and cause them to say profane things or do something uh, really weird or sick as some sort of joke. Uh, how horrible, gosh, how horrible would that be? And then finally, I'm thinking, um, what if some company uh, decided to manipulate the grief of loved ones to sell their products? For example, um, buy Juicy Cola because it's what Nana would have wanted. <laughs> now, that may sound ludicrous at best, cruel at worst, but as of now, 
there are no regulations in place to police this industry. So who's to say what could happen? Well, of course, these are just my random thoughts. I would love to hear yours. Uh, if you would, leave a comment on my blog at www.jimstrout.com. Do it now or have your digital alter ego do it for you later. If you love what you just heard, uh, hate what you just heard, or don't know what you just heard, <laughs> I want to know about it. You can contact me via my website, uh, www.jimstroud.com, or you can message me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Oh, oh, if you want to uh, support my Starbucks habit by dropping a little something something in the virtual tip jar, I will not be mad at that at all. There's a uh, donation link in the podcast description. Thank you in advance. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.